And, and those thoughts that are happening are just happening. There's no entity there, a personage that's having the thoughts or is being affected by the thoughts. Zero. So what, it, what, what is it that believes the me story? The story itself. The story itself is believing itself. And yet the story is made up of nothing but, nothing but concepts. Nothing but. How, how can a concept believe a concept? It can't. But that's the oh. story. It can't. But that's the story that's going on. You, you could effectively say, how can a concept experience beingness? You can't. <laughs> and a thought can't experience another thought. Yet a thought might arise, hmm, can I experience another thought? And then another thought might arise, no. Or another thought might arise, I'm sure I can. They're all thoughts. The show's in the envelope or in the bubble. You're not in there. You're the pure witnessing of it. And what we claim to be in that envelope or in that bubble is me. That's why we need to go looking for it. What is it? What is it? And prior to looking for it, we just assume there's one here. Pure, absolute assumption. Because when we start to tackle it, yeah, we kind of go, oh, like if it was here that, and, and absolutely real, there'd be no confusion. There'd, there'd be, there'd just be. For example, Are you conscious right now? Is there consciousness right now? Yeah. Yeah. See how quickly you answered that? Sure. Good. Tell me about your me. I'd be like, where do you start, right? No, I don't. <laughs> I mean, ordinarily, not, I'm not saying with you, yet, but it's like there's a big, massive pause when we're asked that question. Tell me about your me. Yet when we're asked, are you conscious? Everyone goes, yes. There's no doubt. Zero doubt. Because this can't be denied. The only problem that occurs there is the thought says, I am conscious. And the I is not there. There is just conscious. And herein lays your true nature. That that everyone's looking for. The irony. The irony. Why can't we find 
just this. Simple. Because we're taking ourselves to be just that. The mind. The story. That's why. Simple. <laughs> you know that story that just happens? That we have no influence over? Although a thought might arise, oh, I think I've got influence over it. It's just a thought that arose. The, 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 the trick is to, to be able to step back from it and observe everything that's going on in the bubble. Everything that's going on in the bubble is all mind stuff. All of it. All of it. The body's in the bubble. The body's in the bubble. The universe is in the bubble. People are in the bubble. Things are in the bubble. Duality's in the bubble. Everything's in the bubble. All created by mind. All of it. That's why earlier when I said, in the absence, the complete absence of all thought, is their colour. Uh, there's not even someone outside the bubble. Again, it's a pointer, yeah. It's still a pointer. Our natural state doesn't become agitated. Its natural inclination is peace, quiet, Stillness, non-separation, non-dualistic, and at its core, a love to be, or happy to be. <laughs> and that becomes self-evident because you just keep laughing all the time. <laughs> and it's great. Yeah. So if we don't discover what we're not, what we're not is going to go looking for what it is. What we're not is in pursuit of true self. Can you hear the irony in that? What does that say about current self? Like, really? And we don't look there. You hear people all the time say, I'm, you know, I'm trying to find true self. I'm on this quest. To find true self. Okay, that's admirable. What does it say about current self? It can't be true. <laughs> so that's why we need to look there and look and look and look and look and look until it becomes self-evident. It reveals itself. <laughs> yeah, but that won't occur 
until there's a full absolute realization of what you're not. And we can talk plenty about that, what you're not. Look how difficult it's, it is to talk about what you actually are. As soon as we open our mouth to say anything about it, that's not it. <laughs> Why? Because we're using symbols. A word is a symbol, yeah. And the symbol can never be. Even to say just this is wrong. Just this doesn't comprise of two words. Just this. It's prior to both of those two words. Just this. It's prior to that. Where no verbalization is needed. <laughs> you know, it seems there's an assumption, if you really look at this for yourself, you know, there is an assumption that what comes first is me. And everything else follows that, comes after that including beingness, consciousness, awareness, seeing, hearing, tasting, touching, smelling. There's an absolute belief, me comes first, me and my consciousness. Yeah. Me and my consciousness, me and my body, me and my thoughts, me and my feelings, me and my experience, me, 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 me. Now, is that true? Does the me come first? What would it be like to experience me in the absence of consciousness or awareness that comes after the me? What would the experience of a me be if the me is prior to consciousness and awareness. Because we, as a me, we believe we come first. We absolutely do. What the experience of this me that is believed to come first be prior to consciousness, awareness, beingness, body, Thoughts, the world out there. What would the experience of the me be like? Because it comes first, right? Me and then my consciousness. It's this that solidifies a belief that there is a me here. This is the, herein lies the actual mechanism of separation. Me comes first. Okay. I hear you believe that. So tell me about the experience of the me prior to consciousness, awareness, and beingness, if the me comes first. Tell me about the experience of me prior to consciousness, awareness, and beingness. <laughs> it's bloody hilarious. But that's the belief. There's a belief. Could there be an experience of me in the absence of consciousness, awareness, and beingness? Or, or, 
is it the consciousness, awareness, and beingness that's first, and then the me arises after that? Which one is it? Now look for yourself. Look for yourself. Which one is it? Given that the me is just mind or thoughts, pattern of thoughts, and that doesn't develop until you develop language, it has to be consciousness. I mean, you can't experience thought without consciousness. Good. Now, why is there the belief then that me comes first? I can't answer that. <laughs> I don't know. You're telling the story. <laughs> You're dead right. I'm just telling the story at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the hijacking, isn't it? It's this, this little point here has got to be seen because if the me believes it comes first, you'll stay stuck there forever. Now we need to investigate just with truth, with awareness, as to what is what's actually happening. You guys have heard me say of late, you know, if you accidentally put your hand down on top of a hot electric plate on an oven, you put your hand down on like it's red hot and you just lean on it yeah, with your hand. Absolute immediate reaction is that the hand will get lifted and then the me steps in. But we believe it's the me that's experiencing the burn, and it was also the me that lifted the hand. Now look. See what the actual process is. Look. Look. The me always steps in after the event. Always. And then tries to claim the event. Whereas the actual experiencing of the burnt hand happened here. You are listening to an excerpt from a virtual satsang about non-duality by Terence Stevens. Terence holds three Zoom meetings every week. To make a booking, start your journey by going to www.terencestevens.com.au.